0: So we believe the King King James Bible is the perfect Word of God because if we do not demand a Bible without mistakes, a complete perfect Bible, if we don't demand that, then how how do we know what God says in the Bible is actually true? Then all our faith crumbles and falls apart. So we demand a perfect Bible and we believe it's the King James Version. So there are modern version people, sympathizers or scholars who are against the King James Bible, They criticize our beliefs. So I've given you a lot of arguments and a lot of even historical reasons too, right? So I've given a lot of arguments why the KJV should be the one. So this guy, he is familiar with a lot of arguments that King James Bible believers will use. So he's gonna turn that into a sarcasm of supporting he, his ESV. So he emailed me, he sent this as a comment, which I'm going to read. Now it's a very long one, which I don't have time, you know, but I'll just read the major points, the major ones here. The following is a satire of the modern King James only movement and shows its weaknesses. I am ESV only. I believe the ESV to be the pure word of God. So he's going to sound, so what this guy's trying to do, he's going to sound, he's going to use the same arguments that King James Bible believers use, but he's going to replace it with the ESV. So he's doing that to make us look silly, see? So I'm going to continue reading. I believe the ESV to be the pure Word of God based on the promise of God in Psalms 12, 6 and 7, ESV. The Lord promised in Psalms 12, verse 7, ESV, that He would keep His Word and He had preserved His Word in the ESV. I believe this because the vastly superior manuscripts used by the ESV scholars to translate both the Old and New Testaments, the superior usage of the English language in the ESV as compared to other English translations, The blessing of God upon the ESV as seen by many, many prominent ministries around the world. The sound doctrine that the ESV produces, such as the deity of Christ and the blood of Christ. The fact that so many souls have been saved by reading from the ESV. There is no doubt that other Bible translations are not inspired by God. The ESV alone stands as a pure word of God for us in English. The very name English Standard Version shows how great the ESV is. It is the English Standard for all Bible translations to be compared by. If you are using a corrupt Bible such as the NIV or the NKJV, the ESV should be the final authority by which you judge all other Bibles by. Today the language that dominates the world is English. English remains the international business language. And though Chinese is the largest spoken language on earth, English remains a dominant business language. Therefore God has given us the ESV as the standard by which we judge all other Bibles. The ESV should be the standard to judge even Spanish, Chinese or other languages and their Bibles. Now for a guy who writes satire of the King James Bible, he sure has an agenda (laughs) to write all this. He must have spent a lot of time. And how do I know that the ESV is the standard? Because of its name and because of the promise of God in psalms 12 7 esv the esv faithfully has been used by many street preachers and this shows that god is using the esv for his glory furthermore the esv translation committee give all glory to god right there in the opening of the esv how much more proof do you need i urge you to get an esv today whoo all righty all right you know what's the problem with this He doesn't even believe what he's saying about the ESV. If he believed it, I'd give him more respect. You know what the thing is? Here's the big point. Despite of all the best evidences and arguments that we use to support the King James only Bible position, here's the problem. Critics will say that you can do the same thing with any modern Bible, see? So that's why he brought up the ESV as an example. So he's saying that our arguments are flawed, our logic is flawed. But this is their problem. We don't believe that King James Version is the Word of God because it's the KJV. Okay, this is something important I want you to understand, all right? We don't believe this first, all right? Because it's the KJV. We don't believe that first, all right? That's why KJV-onlyism is pretty misleading. We don't call ourselves KJV onlyists. Here's the issue. The issue is not the King James Version. We don't believe that first. You know what we believe first? This is what we believe first perfect Bible. That's the whole issue. See that? That's the whole issue. Because it's a perfect Bible, that's why we're called what? Bible believers. We'll call ourselves KJV only is only-ism because that's what the critics have called us, all right? So that's what we've done it because it's a popular use. But this is actually very misleading. We don't believe the KJV based on the KJV, see? We don't believe this first. What we believe first is this, see that? That's the point. And because we believe in a perfect Bible first, because God said there is a perfect Bible available, right? So either you believe it or you don't. That's what we believe first and that's why we eventually choose the King James Version. See, that's the thing. Because didn't God say there is a perfect Bible? He said that, right? There's two videos that I've already uploaded online so I don't have to go through it again. But the video is too fanatic to believe every word. Uh, KJV is perfect. And then the other one is why do we believe a perfect bible exists kjv proof so those are the two videos i showed there are too many verses psalms 12 6 and 7 god says that he would preserve his word forever 2nd timothy 3 15 through 16 the bible says that the copies of the scripture and all scripture is given by inspiration of god the bible says that the book of proverbs every single word of god is pure the bible says at the book of Matthew 4.4, 4, Jesus Christ said every word of God we live by. So, see, there are too many verses. The thing is, we believe what God said first, see? And God said there's a perfect Bible. That's what we believe first, see? It's not this first. We believe what God said first. That's the point. So, here's the idea. Did God say we have a perfect Bible? Yes or no. It's that simple. If you believe that what God said, that there is a perfect Bible, then upon that basis first, we go through the evidences and argument. See, that's the thing. So we believe this first. Okay, is it a perfect Bible, yes or no? If you don't believe it, see, here's the thing. If you say no first, that's why you're not gonna come to this. But if you say yes first, then what's gonna happen is this. Okay, so I believe there's a perfect Bible, okay? There is, there has to be, because God said so. But which is it, right? Which is it? So then you go through the evidences, and then the historical reasons, and then all the arguments, whatever. And then by going through all the evidences, arguments, and history, which is actually the best version, concerning evidence-wise? This, right? See that? So then, with all these evidences and arguments, we try to find which version is the best. And thus, we chose the KJV. See that? So we don't go by a perfect Bible based on, okay, so we just believe that the KJV is a perfect Bible because we believe the KJV first. No, we don't do that. We believe, actually, if what God said is true. Do we have a perfect Bible or not? We believe that first. And by believing that, that's why we will go through the evidences, and through the evidences find which one is the best candidate for the perfect Bible, see that? And what's the best candidate? This one. That's how we come to this, all right? We just don't believe it like out of thin air, and then we just go like, okay, we believe the KJV because it is the KJV. No, if you do that, you can do that with any modern Bible, see that? You have to believe first if this is, you have to believe this first. That guy who gave that satire, if he was ESV only, I'd respect him, all right? But you know he doesn't believe that. He don't believe that. Here's another thing. If we switch from KJV to ESV and say we believe the ESV is the only perfect word of God, that guy will still criticize us. See that? He's going to do that because you know why? He does not believe in that he has a perfect Bible in his hands. That's their issue. The agenda of all these scholars, James White, Dan Wallace, these guys who criticize us, Doug Kudelik, all these guys who are against the King James Bible. It's not against the KJV. That's not the agenda. The agenda they're all against is this, a perfect Bible. They're not against this. Didn't you know even evolution and atheism and every single belief out there that no matter how many evidences or arguments you use even if it's the best one didn't you know you can still find a flaw with the best evidence and argument that's a matter of fact no matter how great the argument or evidence is you can still find a flaw so all those modern bibles you know of course they can still find flaws any evidence and argument even if it's the best you will still find flaws out there even evolution and atheism But why is it that those atheists will believe their belief? Evolutionists will believe their belief. Those scholars will believe in their belief. Because here's the idea. In every belief, no matter what it is, even atheism or evolution, you don't have every question answered. And even the best evidences still have flaws. Everyone, if they're honest, recognize that. So guess what? They go by faith. Every belief consists faith somewhere evolutionists say well I don't have I don't understand everything of the universe but we just believe man that because the it was created from the universe I don't have an explanation for that why why it's because what makes it intellectual so this is intellectual this is not dumb and stupid this is what's intellectual What makes it intellectual is that you go by what's the most probable see that the best You go by what's the most probable and the best for this. And going by what's the most probable and the best for this, that's when you come to believe it eventually. That's the same thing with what we did. By going by what's the best, we chose this version eventually. See that? Well then, what about all these flaws that you can find in their argument? You know, you can make this flaw, that flaw. It doesn't matter. You can find a flaw even with the best evidence, historical or even arguments. That's a matter of fact. So that's why everyone, even an atheist, I don't care what they say, everyone, they will go by what's the best and probable in evidence and argument. And then the rest of it is what? Faith. So whatever remaining unanswered question they will have faith, why? Because science is science, no matter what, it has to be true. So even though I don't have a good explanation for that, it's science, you know? Your explanation is supernatural. So that doesn't make sense. So science has to be science, see that? The rest is this. Why? Why is the rest this? Because they go by what's the best and probable first. And by that, then the remainder is faith after that. That's us. See that? That's us right here. So, no matter what flaws or errors you can find, you can find anything even with the best. But the rest of it, you have to take by faith. Because here's the thing let's assume that this has no arguments whatsoever. All right? No criticisms whatsoever. All right? And no questions whatsoever. Then, guess what the Christian walk is? The Christian walk is not by faith, it's by sight. And what did the Bible say? That's 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7. For we walk by what? Faith, not by sight. That's the Christian life. Christian life is based on faith. If God answered every argument and question out there, guess what? Then we're not doing our Christian duty walking by faith. But does that mean our faith is unreasonable? No. We go by what's the best and the most probable in evidence and arguments. And through that, then the rest we just have to take by faith. So you see that? So there's no doubt about it. See, there's no doubt about it. Because if you go through all the evidences and all that with manuscripts, historical basis, there's no doubt the best version, the best candidate, No matter, and if you're honest, you're going to agree with this, the best version and candidate is the King James Version. That's the best candidate when you go through historical arguments, uh, what preachers God has used through the Great Awakenings, the birth of America, all that. I mean, it's, and the number of manuscript evidence, which is more than 90%. I mean, we just choose this as the best candidate. See that? Well, what about this problem, that problem, that problem? No, we don't have to worry about that. We already got enough evidences. So then the rest we'll just take by faith. Why? Because the Christian life is based on faith. So you notice that faith is not unreasonable. See, our Christian faith is not reasonable. We go by what's best and probable first, and then the remainder, you just believe after that. And that's not unintellectual, you know why? Every intellectual does that. Atheist, evolutionist, everyone, every belief, I don't care what it is, everyone has that. I was witnessing to one college student, and I told him this, after going back and forth with him, and then I just give him evidence, evidence, I told him this, you know what? I'm going to tell you this. And he says, what? And I said, even if I give you the best evidence and argument out there, and it's like almost without flaw, it's so perfect, I guarantee you this, anybody, somebody one day will find some sort of criticism against that evidence. And he said, yeah, you're right. See?